Hello and welcome to Shut Off That Noise. I'm Craig Redock. Once again, I've had another huge long absence from the podcast through this whole COVID-19 summer, but I am back with a new twice-monthly version of this podcast. Uh, I still have... <laughs> the furnace comes on and the cat starts talking. It's a show called Shut Off That Noise. Hi, kitty. This is my new cat, Clara. This is the first time she's been on a show and she has become rather chatty. Well, let me tell you something. I am lucky to have saved up a bunch of live recordings from last winter prior to the beginning of the quarantine. So for Halloween, I've been saving this one up. The Killer Virgins. And so flourishes the furnace. Probably can't even hear it, (laughs) but it's bugging the crap out of me. So happy Halloween, everyone. Hopefully you're all finished your trick-or-treating right now and you're safely in some home, socially distanced and covered in masks. Because, you know... It's Halloween. You're supposed to wear a mask. You know, not that kind. Um, But anyways, here it is. An awesome recording um, with Gabriel Corinda, Andrew Brazier, and Samantha Weinstein, collectively known as the Killer Virgins. Let's get in the audio time machine right now. We're going to go back to a night before the musical world of live music, at least, was laid to waste by COVID-19 and the quarantine And at least with our ears, we can re-experience that atmosphere of a Toronto nightclub. The sound is not perfect, it's loud, it's boomy, but hopefully you will be able to smell the beer and the sweat and the rock and roll. So let's set the dials to November 20th, 2019, and we'll go back to a place known as the Toronto Entertainment District, right on the corner of Bathurst and Queen Street West, out front of Cherry Cola's House of Rock and Roll. With the killer virgins on Shut Off That Noise. I have a wedding out play at my wedding. So I'm out in the street in front of Cherry Colas right now with the band Killer Virgins. So, okay, everybody, one by one, say your name and your instrument. Sam Weinstein, guitar and vocals. I am Andrew Blazer, I play the big guitar. The one with the four strings. Yes. Okay, all right, and yourself? Uh, Gabriel Carindia, I'm the, I'm the guy who hits stuff, the percussion. We're Killer Virgins.
Okay, the noisy stuff in the back. Well, yes, right, right. the yeah. clock. Yes. Okay. Well, guys, um, you've got a couple of releases out right now. What's the most recent thing that you just dropped? Uh, we put out a new lyric video a little while ago for our new EP. Um, the uh, well, I should probably just talk about the EP. We put out a new EP a little while ago. It's called Reboot. Uh, it's our first like five track EP that we did together as a band, and we're really proud of it. And out on Spotify and Apple Music and all that stuff and yeah we got a new lyric video out for Karate Girl our single off of the EP and uh, you can watch it on YouTube. Killer Virgins you're pretty is pretty much your brainchild or yeah you, and, and it's your writing and, uh, and you're sort of the architect of all of this or yeah. you're writing it with the band? No no I'm, I'm a crazy person that writes all the songs and then I bring it to these guys and they make it not suck as much it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole dynamic is uh, Sam's the writer Gabe's the producer and I just throw a wrench into it.
Um, so you're new to the band, right? That's the game. So is that sort of a permanent thing now? Because I understood you had yeah. a, you had a, you had a, a, a an injury, Damn well, right? hope so. Okay, well, you're in a really <laughs> great band, yeah. Um, so uh, did, were you, did you guys do anything in Indie Week last week? No, we, uh, we just uh, finished playing uh, the beginning of November. We were here at uh, Cherry Cola's for Matt Groupie's birthday. That was a really fun night. That was awesome. It was always nice to see Matt. And uh, yeah, that was a wicked night. So I, I always ask, uh, because my show is kind of a bit about the creative process and the, the nitty gritties and stuff, I always like to know what, what made people want to play music first. Like, so for you, but you, 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 were, you started, well, I mean, what I knew of you was that you're a child actress. You've kind of been an actress since you were a kid, yeah. right? Um, did that come first or music or did that kind of happen at the same time for you? Uh, I mean, I always grew up with like a deep love for music. I mean, my parents were both like punk rockers, so there was like a lot of... There's a lot of like Damned and Ramones and uh, all the kind of like going on in car rides when I was a kid, and they played a lot of Nirvana and Hole and. Did they drive Packers. you nuts, or did you did it resonate? No, with I you? loved it. I, I remember. Um, ah, fuck. What's the album called? I'll think of it later. But yeah, no, I, I remember like the first time kind of digging into those albums myself without them just kind of force feeding it me, to me, and like I mean, like the first time I listened to like Celebrity Skin, and I'm like my mind was just blown, and I was just like, yeah, I want to do that. Nice. Yeah. Was that cut? Was was uh, the Courtney Love and that the, that sort of era of music kind of the, the spark for to say like, yeah, I want to get a guitar and play guitar, or was a guitar around and it was just there for you? I knew that I sucked at violin and I hated playing piano, so I a- had to play something else. Like so my, you know, like, guitar is a natural progression. Like most nice. kids, your your parents kind of like forced you into an instrument, and then you're like, I hate this instrument. Let me play something cool. Yeah, basically, basically, my parents are cool. Like, I think that they knew that that's the kind of music they wanted to do. So they told me that when my hands were big enough, they would buy me a real big girl guitar. Nice. Now, like, I think parents need to know about what loudness really is because I've learned <laughs> I've learned some things about loudness. Like, parents will assume that because drums are loud, that it's going to be really difficult. But, oh. but any instrument played poorly sounds much louder. Do you agree? <laughs> yes. I have. Yeah, I have to. I say bank it, on it. At least it creates in a guitar store environment a a migraine-inducing din. Well, anyone who's ever heard a child play a recorder can attest to that fact. Oh, oh the poop God. flute, yes. The, the what? The poop flute. The it goes poop, 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 oh, poop, 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 poop. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes it's, that's a classical have term. You, you wouldn't you know that. Have you seen that viral video of that girl that's like beatboxing through a recorder? Because no. that's how I wish I'd learn how to play it. Yeah, this girl's got a recorder like in her nose. Through the other side of her nose, she's sucking in air and through, you know, the right side of it, she's pushing out notes into that recorder cool. while she's beatboxing. It's...
getting out in the clubs and listening to the stuff that's around town or are you listening to stuff that's on the radio and on, on Spotify and stuff like that? I mean, like, I'm an old lady. I listen to the stuff well, that... How old lady are you? I'm 52. <laughs> I am an extremely old 24-year-old lady. Oh, it's the old soul thing, right? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, yeah, well, old taste and stuff I, like that. I, I, I discover new stuff ever. Like, I'm really into La Butcherettes right now. Like, um, I'll... I'll just put that on anytime. I love Courtney Barnett. Um, what's some other stuff I've been really into lately? Pup is always great. Uh, I'll think of some more in a minute. Right <laughs> now, in terms of the performative aspects of yeah. rock and roll, so a motto that I've lived by is that 90% of rock and roll is making it look very difficult and somewhat painful. Ah. And, and, and then certainly showing up in full regalia. Yes. And you always do that. Like sometimes you have like a wedding veil. Tonight ah. you have this beautiful hot red lipstick and matching earrings and everything and the yeah. fiery red hair. Oh, so there's, is, there's one other aspect that and what you is have that? not <laughs> seen. I'm going to blow it. Well, okay, no. We're, and, and it's a visual too. This is an audio podcast. But we'll see some of that on uh, on Instagram and Twitter. So yeah, we'll I'll, I'll we'll, we'll say a hint. It's fabric. Okay. All
I, Sam, I want to ask you about the name Killer Virgins because it's it's really evocative and there's there's a lot to it. So my first imagination was that there's some B movie out there called The Killer Virgins, but you made it up. So tell me about the etymology of the earth. Yeah, I was just like I somehow stumbled into this little hole of these amazing little B sci-fi movies, like you know the Spider Women from Mars and all that kind of all that whole genre. And I just thought it was hilarious that these, you know, untamed women were wild and they'd never seen a man. And I just thought it was hilarious. And I was just thinking, oh yeah, <laughs> like an attack of the killer virgins. It's oh. just, oh yeah, there's a and the name just stuck, yeah. <laughs> but there, there was, there's such a huge narrative that sort of that 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 name evokes yeah. and everything. It's definitely supposed to. It is. Um, it's part of the reason it stuck was because I realized there was a lot of um, different ways you could kind of interpret that, and there was a lot of weight to it. And I like the dichotomy of it, like. You know, you're taking two words that are yeah, pretty yeah. opposite in meaning, yeah. but then there's like this obvious also other side of it where it's like, you know, virgins have this like unbridled power, like so they're more free and they're crazier and they can't be controlled by men. <laughs> so they all so I, I'm just trying to imagine these scenarios where it's like, oh, you know, like I'm thinking of like it's like Susie and Johnny the the quarterback and it's like they go on a date but then like he gets murdered. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh it's no! Like, oh, and then kids, they got like, they got caught by the killer it's virgins. Like, I need to keep my purity or something like that. Like, <laughs> Or something like that's ah, kind of like ah, something ah. I'm thinking of here. But. Yeah, I, more in my head, it's like there's like a like an invasion. An invasion. There's okay, an invasion right. of killer virgins from Mars. Did you ever see? Uh, was it Beautiful Creatures? Do you know that film? It's an I Australian. Don't. I don't know. Oh, it's an Australian film about these two young girls who have this deadly, deadly partnership, <laughs> and they they hate the one girl's mother, and they plot to kill her. Oh. So I won't ruin it. Okay. No, spoiler alert. All right. Well, I gotta watch this beautiful, later. I beautiful guess. creatures. Yeah. Oh, all right. Really all right. great Australian film, and it's set in the fifties when uh, Australia was having was being overrun by rabbits. What? Yeah, so they were like having to exterminate rabbits. And not kangaroos. Not kangaroos. Are you sure they rabbits. weren't just really big rabbits? <laughs> just no, just lots. It was more of a quantity over oh, um, wow. size. Or, oh. <laughs> I'm just, just imagining of, just like a wave of rabbits. Like yeah. So well. So yeah. So there could be like streets. So maybe that rabbit invasion could open for you sometime. Oh, that'd be a good band name, Rabbit Invasion. Yes, I, I'm, yeah. I, I always wanted a job naming things. I like that. Yes, I would. I would. I'd like to be the clairvoyant pet namer. So like, you bring you, me your pet, and I go. This is Princess Fluff Bunny the third. Okay, boom, that's your cat. Listen, you know. if your band name is Princess Fluff Bunny and or Rabbit Invasion, come play with us. We'll do a show together. Have you heard pterodactyl problems? No. <laughs> I'm an old lady. I haven't heard a lot. Stop saying that. I'm old. We're not, we're not old. Music no, I have the mentality of an old lady. I don't get out much. Yeah. What I like being at home. Me too, and but the thing is, like having the podcast and being a single guy now, like I have all this time to kind of kill, and I don't yeah. want to be at home alone. And, yeah. And it kind of, it's been great. I'm like, it's, it's fun to get out and talk to people about music and it's social Definitely, and stuff. Definitely, yeah. I find like, for me and when I'm playing with my band, the only time I really get to see music is like the other bands that I'm playing with. Yeah. Is that kind of happening? Yeah, to you? that happens to me a lot, but it, it's. 
it, it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm just like a fairly introverted person. I have like a few close friends and I like doing things at my house. So when I go out and do shows with my band, like I love playing live. Um, and when I do get to go out with friends to see other bands, especially like local stuff in the city, that's amazing. So one of my one of my favorite parts about getting to do live shows is being exposed to bands that I haven't heard of and that I don't know and that maybe I'm gonna be friends with, which is really cool. I like exposing myself to bands. Yeah. That's why I wear a kilt. Yeah. Is that funny? Um, uh, now, in terms of your ambitions, like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not trying to press you to say, like, you know, you're shooting the stars, you're gonna hit the moon. It's, I mean, like, like none of us are gonna, like, this is the music industry is very fickle and tough, and there's yeah. lots and lots of bands. Where are you setting your sights in terms of where you want to take Killer Virgins in terms of like, like? You know, what, what you, you've got a job to make money. You've got a day yeah. job, right? Like, well, well yeah, yeah. I'm unemployed, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But um, do you, do, do, you have, uh, do you ever get starry-eyed and want to just be, like, as big as Taylor Swift or something, like, super big? Or would you like it to be sustainable and be your income? Or, like, what, where's your head at? I want to do nothing but make music. I want to okay, do okay. nothing but play music for people. I want to... I want to play at the Grammys. You know, I want to do it all. I want to, I want to go as far as I can go with this. If people want to hear what I make, and I make stuff because I want people to hear it, and I want to connect with people on a, on a, in a language that we all understand. You know. Yeah. Is it important to make music that resonates with people? Yeah. Yeah. And my my thing is. What I always say for me with music creation is that like simple doesn't mean bad. When simple means that you have given enough time and thought to narrow it down to a very easily understandable language. I love when people are able to hear something and it stays with them and it means something to them and it can mean that to you know anyone from someone who's really musically educated to someone who you know just got into the genre I, I remember when I started first listening to uh, the kind of um, like late 2000s indie rock revival like when I fell into um, Arctic Monkeys and the Strokes and stuff and I don't know something about the way they wrote and how well defined everything was and how narratively structured all their songs were it, it really meant something to me and that's the kind of stuff I wanted to create nice nice yeah um, I, 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 <laughs> that will probably be the mystery noise for the day. The show, the show's called Shut Off That Noise, so I was like, oh. generally what happens in one, in somewhere is in the interview. Is if they guess it? No, well, I, I, I should do that, yeah, I should yeah. say, what is the mystery? Usually I kind of give it away, like sometimes there'll always be some kind of interruptive sound, like yeah. I, when I did count, countless numbers, that there was this door that people were walking through the room that were like, oh. going, like, wow. <laughs> um, okay. I, I usually come with notes and everything, but I'm like totally flying by the seat Just of the pants. Just unprepared today, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> the last show, what I did was I got to, I just brought Old Major over and we watched football, and then at halftime they played yeah. in my living room. So I called it halftime show. Oh. So that's... they they played the halftime show in my living room. Oh. <laughs> I think wow. you guys might be on now. I think that you might be right. So yeah. So you know what? We we'll pick this up afterwards. Off, and maybe yeah. I'll like while while I'm in between pressing oh, record oh, and pushing. Did everyone if, catch the mystery noise? <laughs> That was there. Okay, yes, we'll have to guess what that is and what the piece of mystery fabric may be. And if we can guess the color, all right. Okay, the answer will be revealed at the end of the episode, people. We'll be back. We got one more song for you guys. Thanks for coming. 
that's where we say what we're doing. Follow us on social media, and uh, since I joined, the band has gotten at least 30% louder from what I can tell. <laughs> so uh, come out to our shows, because it's, it's turning into a hell of a thing every time we do it. I'd like to thank Sam, Gabe, and Drew, the Killer Virgins, for being on Shut Off That Noise for this episode. And thank you to my sponsors, Smoke in the Water and Gord's Backroom Records, located at 2227 Dundas Street West, just south of the Dundas West subway station and north of Roncesvalles Village. I will be back with another episode in about two weeks featuring singer-songwriter Heather Valley. But until then, happy Halloween, stay safe, be well, be strong. I'm Craig Radock, and you've been listening to Shut Off That Noise.